Alexa Miller here from the Diet Doc Movement, wanting to talk to you guys today about the Evil Body Composition Scanner that we have here at our Lima location. We've invited two very special guests to these episodes to not only dive into the science behind the bioelectric impedance, but also the psychology behind our interpretation of these readings. A big thank you to Diet Doc founder, Dr. Joe Klemzeski, and our health psychologist, Dr. Corey Probst, for sharing their expertise on this topic. Hey friends, Dr. Corey here. Meredith and Alexa asked me to address some questions in regards to our psychology and our mindset around the experience of standing on an Evolt measurement device, we'll call it, um, and how, how we respond to the data that it spits out at us. I know that this can be, for a lot of people, it can feel like a harrowing experience and we end up seeing the printout and getting really upset. And so I wanted to address that and share some of my thoughts. So first, let me just say that we all have this natural tendency to be target locked on the one success, right? And for many of us, if we're engaged in, in a weight loss goal, that one success is the number on the scale or the clothing size, or let's say it's a fitness sort of endeavor. It's the completion of the 5K. Now, evolutionarily, that's how we survived. We killed the bison or we didn't eat and quite possibly we would die. Um, we weren't out there high-fiving our tribesmen, our group members when we got really close to clubbing or spearing the animal, right? So we can't escape that evolutionary brain architecture um, but we can, what we can do is we can acknowledge that we have new brain architecture um, that, that has been built. We have our prefrontal cortex now. Um, we have new brain areas that allow us to problem solve and think through and become more aware and be more strategic in where we put our attention. And we also have our externally built environments that don't require us to operate in the same way we did thousands of years ago, okay? So we, we literally set ourselves up for always feeling defective or insufficient if we're constantly looking at that top of the mountain goal, the weight number, the size number, and if we're not allowing ourselves the space to look around us and look sideways, okay? So when we get caught up in the data from the scanner, we're focusing only on the quantitative and we're completely missing out on the qualitative aspects of the process that we're involved in. So what do I mean by that? Well, we miss out on the larger, broader, deeper picture of how our lives, our lives 
<laughs> are being impacted by how we're behaving. So we need to recognize that when we're very myopic, we're looking through this very narrow lens. When we're myopic in our vision that way, we're only focused on the number, we're affected. And so are the people around us. That's an important thing to pay attention to. When you stand on that thing and it spits out data and you get immediately upset, is that where you want to be? Because you do have some agency there. <laughs> um, so when we're more expansive in our vision and our perspective, we're also affected. <laughs> and in my experience, personally and professionally with my clients, like that's a more positive place to be. That's a more empowering place to be where we're able to look at all the possibilities and not just get caught up in and yanked around by the number. Um, but how do, we, how do we do that? So I wanted to kind of take some stock with all of you and talk about that because we can redefine what success is and how it's measured. The evil doesn't tell you whether you're successful or not. It gives you a number, that's it, nothing else. And, you know, we need to note too how freaking fleeting the feeling of success can be. Notice how when you do accomplish something, how quickly you decide on the next thing that needs to be accomplished or how you're gonna set the bar even higher. Okay, when I was completing my dissertation, I'm gonna share with you guys an example. I couldn't wait for it to be done. I could not wait for that process to be over. And the way that I got through it was to acknowledge all of the little accomplishments along the way. That next draft that I got to send to my chairperson. Yes, awesome. Okay, I'm one step closer. You can do this, Corey. I'm literally talking myself through it in a very kind, encouraging, I'm coaching myself, okay? And then that draft would come back with comments for more changes to be made and things to consider. And I would make them. Um, yes, okay, it, it, you can do this, Corey. I would repeat the process. Um, I would say, I, I would talk to myself, like I said, and I would, I would give myself positive and realistic affirmations. You're learning how to become a better writer. Everything that you're doing right now is helping you to increase your, your skill in becoming more succinct and how to write the important details and leave out the, the less important fluff. Awesome. Okay. Now, it does, this does not mean that it took away all the difficulty. No, it, it was difficult the entire time. It felt difficult but it gave me confidence as I forged ahead. Okay, just getting something done, just getting that step taken care of or completing something was an achievement in and of itself. So this is my point is I had to look at all the things that were happening along the way and not just the completion of the dissertation. 
as achievements and accomplishments. I had to redefine what success was. Um, but I was also in the, as I was in the midst of this PhD work, I was already thinking about what I would want to accomplish next. Okay. It really clued me in this whole experience clued me in to how easy it is to be 10 steps ahead of where we are right now. And when we're in that space, when we're in that 10 step ahead space, we're missing what's right here and immediately in front of us. So that's why I'm saying, you stand on this Evolt scanner and it spits out this data for you. Like, where are you right now? What are you reinforcing? How how'd you feel when you stepped on it? How'd you feel 10 seconds before you stepped on it in terms of your progress and what you'd accomplished? And now you're gonna allow an Evolt scanner printout to take away your sense of empowerment and agency and the successes that you've experienced? I say a big fat no to that. <laughs> the other thing I wanna say is that often, and I know this due to, due to my own experiences with clients who stand on a measurement device like we're talking about, that when we're asked, you know, what is going on? I, I notice that our clients are, they're not truly listening to what we're sharing, okay? When we're explaining like, here, is, here are all the different variables that play a role in this data that, that I'm handing to you right now. They're, our clients are lost in their own thoughts, their own stories, and the emotion that comes up when they see that initial number. And they're looking at it as if, as if and many times they've, they've just failed, okay? And this can have a lot to do with coming in with certain expectations. And if there's a gap between their expectation and what the machine pre presents, presents to them, presents to you, there's not an open curiosity that they, that they express. Like, hmm, that's really interesting. Can you help me understand what goes into this? And is there the possibility that this isn't accurate at all? It's like an immediate sense of, well, I screwed up. I'm not doing it right. And, you know, that, that just, those stories, if, if we're approaching it in a different way, that leads to just a feeling of inadequacy. There's this immediate personal judgment. So we want to pay attention to that. I have a client who has a pattern of thinking in very black and white terms. Uh, that's... <laughs> it's this way or it's that way. And it comes out in all of her communication, all of her emails to me when we're talking directly. And the first thing to do here is just to acknowledge that, oh, I did it again. I have this tendency and it's, it's a very, very strong pattern of mine. So we need to create awareness around our reactions and how we respond to things, but then recognize that we're not special in this. And what I mean by that is, we're not broken or defective. It's one of the most common distortions that all of us engage in. It's called a cognitive distortion. And there's an entire list of them. Why? Because psychology has found them to be universally true among all humans. So it's just a matter of degrees in how often we use them. It's a matter of intensity that separates us. But when we know what the cues are that prompt a pattern like this, we can ask if we 
want to or how we can change the cue or change the situation that sets us up to engage in it. So guess what? You could choose not to stand on the e-volt scanner. That's completely up to you. Set a boundary. You know, perhaps you decide that you don't stand on the body weight scale as often as you are because you recognize that it's not healthy for you. In other words, friends, be willing to set boundaries and set up personal guardrails to help yourselves out and to promote more positive ways of thinking, feeling, and being. Thanks.